What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 220 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Sanderson, and I sure do appreciate y'all tuning in. This week is a reboot of a previous episode from earlier this year, featuring Kevin Sandridge, host of the Barbecue Beat podcast. It was brought to my attention a while back that there were some sound quality issues with the recording that went unnoticed when I first published it. And since I didn't have a new interview to post for you at all uh, this week, I figured I'd get in there, clean it up, and repost it. You can find Kevin and the Barbecue Beat podcast on all the major apps. And visit www.bbqbeat.com for more info. Also, hit up Facebook and be sure to join the Barbecue Beat podcast community there. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Motley Q 2022 Competition Bounty Program. For the last couple of years, Motley Q's amazing products have been winning awards in multiple sauce and seasoning contests all over the world, like the best sauce on the planet. Competition barbecue cooks have also been receiving calls using Motley Q products, so this year, Big Joe and Jess are looking to add to the winning. In 2022, when you use Motley Q products and win a category or a GC, you'll get a little extra jangle in your pockets. It's as simple as this. Use Motley Q products in a sanctioned competition. Take some pictures as or video as proof. And when you win a category or a GC, email that proof over to Motley Q and they will send you $250 as a bonus for continuing the winning. They will most likely do a post about your win, but will not share any pictures or video that you don't want out there. Your barbecue secrets are safe with them. Visit motleyq.ca, that's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A, and click on the Barbecue Bounty Program tab at the top of the screen to get all the details. Welcome back, everybody, another episode of the show, and uh, back on the old Zoom machine here, and uh, joining me from Florida... A, a fellow barbecue podcaster, somebody I've been uh, talking online with uh, over the last few years since I started uh, doing this podcast, going back and forth with uh, tips on recording and computer uh, stuff and that sort of thing. And uh, great to finally uh, sit down and chat with Kevin Sandridge from the Barbecue Beat Podcast. Kevin, how you doing this evening? Thanks for joining me. Hey, Ryan. I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking me to be on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Been uh, something I've been wanting to do for a while. We finally managed to get her hooked up here. So um, you're down in uh, central Florida. Is that correct? Or whereabouts? Yeah, that's right. Um, I live right now. I'm living in a little town called Lake Wales. Uh, and uh, it's we're located primarily right. If you look at the peninsula north to south, we're mm-hmm. located right in the center portion of it nice. uh, and uh, right between Tampa and Orlando. Awesome. I uh, drove home in the middle of a borderline blizzard tonight uh, from work. So I suspect slightly different weather than what you're dealing with uh, these days. So good, good on you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. We had a, a, a high of maybe 80 today. So yeah, it was, uh, it's with the wind, it's around minus 25 Celsius here today. So <laughs> yep. No. Yep, you can have all that you want. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kevin, the question I ask everybody, uh, I'll hit you with it. What does barbecue mean to you? Uh, I, I'd say, you know, community, right? It's it's the connections that make it for us all. Uh, you and I both being in the podcasting, you know, side of things. Mm-hmm. I think we 
understand that maybe more than some uh, yeah. because as we reach out to people, mm-hmm. we make new friendships yeah. and connections and, and it's just a blast. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, a little bit about yourself uh, from that area. Where'd you grow up? Yeah, I uh, grew up in Central Florida okay. from about the age of three. Dad was in the Army when okay. I was born. I was actually, he was stationed at Shape Headquarters in Belgium. Oh, nice. um, but uh, I obviously don't remember much of that. By the time I was two or so, I think we had moved to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And then my first, you know, real memories pretty much start right here yeah. in, in Central Florida from that point. Awesome. And uh, you mentioned as we were chatting, a high school teacher just uh, winding down. It's uh, one more day before Christmas break for you. So, uh, yeah, I don't know who's more excited, <laughs> us, the teachers or the kids. But uh, yeah, it's it's been nice though. Yeah. We here in Florida and Central Florida have been face to face with our students all year. Mm-hmm. It's how I prefer to teach. Yes. Um, you know, we take all the precautions that we can, of course, in the yeah. classroom and distancing and things like that. But it's it's paid off a lot. Uh, the learning gains have been, of course, much better this year. We, mm-hmm. we kind of fell behind a little bit, you know, when students were online or yeah. hybrid in some way. So, yeah, but, you know, we've been putting in the work and we're all ready for this uh, break coming up for the next couple of weeks. Yes, indeed. Uh, and, uh, you know, when we get back, we'll you know, hit the ground running and finish out the rest of the school year. Yes. I've got a, uh, a, a grade, t- a grade 10 student and a first year college student in the house. So, uh, a couple of folks in my household looking forward to that break as well. So that's right. Yeah. Uh, so you did, uh, earlier on, I guess it would have been the last school year with COVID did have some online, uh, that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, yeah the first, the first couple of years ago, towards the end of the year, yeah. everybody came home and, yeah. and we just sort of cobbled together an online experience. Last school year for the first part of the year, I was in the room by myself, right. an empty room, broadcasting out primarily to students who were online right. 100%. And then the second semester came along and that shifted to about half the population of the school coming back onto okay. campus. Uh, and, and so we were sometimes in a hybrid situation where I'd have a class full of students, but I'd have some students I'd be talking with via the computer. Mm -hmm. And then this year we're pretty much face to face. Any students who wanted to be online had to go to like a, a virtual program that the County set up completely different program. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably the best way to do it. So. Yeah. It seems to work out and I think people have been pretty happy with the results so far. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, where did the uh, the cooking and the the barbecue influence uh, come for you? Um, I think it started for me when I was watching one of those Food Network mm-hmm. like steak competitions they had down in Texas. Uh, you know, big festival atmosphere, yeah. probably around the early two thousands. And I thought, wow, they they went to the judges, and I thought that's a great gig. Yeah, okay. You know, I I. I, I like to cook, but man, how much how much better could it get just sitting there being able to eat yeah. some of that amazing food? Yeah, no so I looked around and, and kind of tried to figure out where I could begin that journey. And I came across KCBS, took mm-hmm. the class, started judging, and then eventually did the same for the Florida Barbecue Association. Okay. And so, yeah, it's at this point, um, I think I've judged – around 80 plus total contests oh, wow. between the two organizations, 
met some great people as we Absolutely. just discussed yeah. barbecue helps us do yep. and uh it's been a blast so far excellent yeah i uh just this past year got into the competition side of things uh joined a team and uh hey got, uh, got three competitions under our belt so it was a uh, nice yeah good uh Lots of fun. Uh, as you mentioned, there's the, the big barbecue, barbecue community, uh, and then that competition community is uh, an even tighter circle inside of that. It so, really is. Yeah. yeah, especially if you find yourself, as I imagine you do, you do uh, kind of staying in the same general region for yes. the competitions. Yeah. 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 That, uh, yeah, we got a few around here. Otherwise, it's uh, pretty substantial travel to get, uh, get anywhere. Right. So especially with, uh, with COVID over the last couple of years, uh, you know, no, uh, no cross border, uh, travel, That's right. that sort of thing. So it's been a, yeah, been a funny comp- couple of years for that. So, uh, the podcast kind of, how did that become, uh, come to be for you? The barbecue beat podcast morphed out of, um, a second blogging effort okay. uh, around barbecue. I started a site in early, in the early two thousands called the, um, the barbecue smoker site okay. and uh, went real hard and heavy with SEO and, and a lot of like, you know, you know, monetized links and things of that nature and, and everything did pretty well. Uh, but over time, um, you know, I, I wanted to branch out a little more broadly. So um, I shifted instead of just barbecue smoker stuff, I went over to just barbecue in general which allows me to play on the concept of barbecue across all of its varied sort of meanings, yes. right? I mean, it means different things to different people regardless or depending on where you live and, yeah, and what you're used to and yep. things like that. Yep. Awesome. And when did the, uh, when did the podcast get going? I think, uh, I want to say maybe 2016. Okay. So. That's right. I, I, I got to a point where with work and everything else, I just couldn't keep, putting out written content yes. as readily. It yeah. just took a lot of time. You, you know, as you probably know yourself, keeping a website fresh and new and it can really kind of be another whole job. And, yes. and so I thought, well, I like talking. Uh, I like having conversations with people and getting to know them. And, and so I, I moved in that direction. And, and even as it is, I, I'm a one to two episode a month guy, yeah. um, you know, with <laughs> the, the, the the cobbling together of a of of an of a livelihood from a teaching standpoint. Yes. I teach the high school. I teach a couple different college jobs, so I squeeze the my fun time is the podcast. I yeah. squeeze that in as I'm able to, but yeah. still having a real fun time with it. Awesome, awesome. So when folks are tuning in to uh, the Barbecue Beat podcast, what can they what can they expect to hear? What's uh... so I do a bit of a few different things. I'll, sometimes I'll have people on the show who are involved in the competition world. Uh, other times I go pretty far afield. And for instance, I might talk to someone who owns a, a sort of farming operation is, and might be you know, focused on raising sort of old world heritage breeds of animals or vegetables and things of that nature. Um, and sometimes I talk to product manufacturers. I recently had a conversation with Maca over yeah. with uh, Maca Knife Rolls in Australia. Yep. And, uh, you know, he's doing some really cool stuff. He and is, yeah. and it, it, honestly, it's, it's really, it's really the, the show content is, is based on barbecue live fire related stories. 
and it's who I find interesting out there. Yeah. You know, who like if I figure if it's interesting to me, I can I can depend pretty much on it being or count on it being interesting to others as well. So yeah, yeah. no, awesome. Uh, you mentioned Maka. That was a, I really enjoyed that episode with him. Um, some other notable guests uh, you've kind of had on. Uh, other times I get to talk to interesting people. Yeah. Um, like I said, folks who are into the uh, farming side of things. Mm-hmm. There's a hand-hewn farm up in uh, Fresno, Ohio. Yep. Uh, Andy and his family are, are doing great work up there. And they, they're hosting cool like butchering classes, whole nice. animal okay. processing yep. classes. So it can really range, right? And, and, and those are special episodes that I really kind of um, I get to, to shine a spotlight on people doing really good work but may not have the the voice mm-hmm. or the the the, the bandwidth to kind of yeah. get their story out there and so i like to kind of you know boost them up as much as i possibly can absolutely now something i really appreciate about your your show and specifically your interview style you, you seem to have a, a very easygoing way about you that allows your guests to open up is that something you've worked on is that just naturally who you are what's uh where does that come from um yeah, I think it's something that actually comes to me through my experience teaching yep. and working with like 10th grade high school students who I'm trying to get to open up about their thoughts and opinions. And while they're quick to share them online, they're really tough to 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 bring into a face-to-face, you know, step out there and be brave with your opinion situation. Yeah. So I always kind of try to create a very comfortable atmosphere. Um, and, you know, it's, it, I try to make it a whole lot of me shutting up and a whole lot of them talking, yeah, let you know, them, and that's, that's a trick. Cause sometimes, yeah. you know, no one likes silence, but sometimes you just kind of get them comfortable. Uh, you know, some softball questions. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hard line hitter anyway. I, I don't do the, the gotcha interview style. Yeah. And I always try to put my guests in a situation where I feel the subject matter little research. I'm sure you do the same. You yep. do a little background research and study and you kind of hit on some things, you know, they're pretty excited about. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. let them, uh, let them tell their story, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, no, you, you mentioned the Maka interview and just, he really seemed to open up to you and, uh, uh yeah, that was special. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't happen with every episode, as you know. Oh, sometimes course, yeah. you're just like, oh, man, that was just Sometimes great. it's a struggle, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I know. Um, but he did. And, yeah. and you know, it, his story really mirrored um, my father's own story. You know, three boys born to a, a you know, my, our, my grandfather, their dad, who, yeah. you know, was trying to keep a farm up and running in Virginia, but also had to work full time, you know, on a, the railroad system right. and, and all the boys had to get kind of farmed out to different family members. And, wow. you know, that was how it was back yeah. in the, I mean, my dad was born in 30, 31. Okay. You know, and he's passed away some years ago, yep. but, uh, you know, I was, I was a late addition to the Sandridge household, by the way, <laughs> yeah. pretty sure I was a whoopsie baby. Um, nobody's ever told and, you that for sure. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. No. And yeah. So I, it's, it's just something I appreciate about your uh, listening to your show. And uh, thank you. Yeah, thank it's, you. Uh, it's nice to hear those uh, the stories. That's what I. That's what I try to do. I uh, let the let folks tell their stories, and I appreciate the way you get your guests to open up and share their their lives. So well done. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Thank you awesome. so much, Ryan. 
After this short break, I'll be back with more of my rebooted and edited conversation with Kevin Sandridge from the Barbecue Beat Podcast. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Township 27. Township 27 develops, produces, distributes, and sells the highest quality pantry spices, herbs, spice blends, sauces, salad dressing, and condiments for people who love food. All of their products are produced by hand in small batches using only the highest quality ingredients to maintain the full flavor and freshness that their customers have come to expect. Township 27 has searched the globe looking for the finest ingredients to go into their products, and they are excited to share the bounty with you. All Township 27 products are gluten-free, cholesterol-free, MSG-free, and are pure with no added fillers or preservatives. Township 27 is a proudly Alberta-owned and produced all of their products locally right in Rocky View County, Alberta. If you're looking for the best in spices, blends, sauces, and condiments, whether it be retail, wholesale, or bulk, check them out at www.township27.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, besides the podcast, you've got the, uh, the website, uh, barbecuebeat.com, bbqbeat.com. Uh, talk about what folks can find over there. Uh, lots of good stuff there. Yeah, most of the, a brief amount of sort of show note information's there. Uh, it's a way for people to get, uh, you know, quick access to all of the shows. There, there are some recipes, there's some other general sort of product review content. Yep. But these days, it's mainly a place where, you know, the, the episodes live. Um, if, if people want to catch up on something that I've done and haven't quite gotten into the, podcasting apps and things yep. of that nature they can always find them there yeah one thing i uh, thought was interesting i was having a look there you, a buying guide uh, uh helping folks uh giving some suggestions for cookers and different types of smokers yeah sort of yeah just some basics um you know it's a starting place uh you know there are there are a lot more people out there that know a lot more than I do sure. uh, and have better opinions, possibly more well-informed opinions. Derek Riches is one. He used mm -hmm. to be big with about, about.com. Um, but he's Derek, Derek Riches has got a website. Just, I think it's just Derek Riches.com where so, yeah. he, he does excellent work. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a, it's funny, you know, I still find myself going to uh, the occasional message board right but i used to hit like the barbecue brethren web uh, forums like a whole lot back in the day um and now it's it's uh i think facebook groups maybe have replaced that a little mm -hmm. bit yeah, yeah um so that's a nice place to there's one for the podcast if yeah. anybody's interested in checking that out just a friendly place where you can get some questions answered and yeah and uh you know showcase what you're <clears throat> cooking and so on and so forth awesome and you've got some uh as, as i do to help uh keep the things going you do have some sponsors so uh yeah if you want to give a, a shout out to them uh sure have at her yeah um so one of my oldest sponsors is um chris with the uh, cooking pellets right. uh pellet manufacturer premium pellets um available on amazon or via the cooking pellets website i am not sure how it works there in canada yeah. but i know here in the states their stuff normally ships prime which is nice i mean 40 pound bag of pellets to your door that you didn't have to lug around as a is a that, good yeah. deal yeah. And, and it's all very i mean what you see on the bag of their products is what you're getting um it says you know a certain kind of wood it's that wood it's yeah. not oils or other stuff and yeah. it's fun um they're they're apple wood apple uh, product 
actually has a um the byproduct um yeah. of apples from a cider yeah, factory or something you said right yeah it's yeah, like nice. right in there with the pellets nice. so you know they they and they have uh, great recipes and um a few podcast episodes of their own actually to check out the other sponsors um we've got uh chris gentry Yep. with Gentry's Barbecue here in Orlando, Florida. He's got a store. He's actually going to be moving into an even bigger location uh, in February. Yeah. That's going to be a great event. Um, I think I saw something about that on Instagram there. So, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's just, he's he's a friend of mine, but, you know, he really curates really, I, I think, an excellent selection of products for his customers, things that you can't just find on hand anywhere uh, you're definitely not going to find the stuff he sells in his stores at like a, a big box store. Right. And, you know, not to say that some of that stuff isn't fine, but if you're looking for things that are really of a high quality that, you know, someone has kind of combed through to, mm-hmm. to, to be of a very, very good, uh, good quality, his shop's great. Like Smithy cast iron, you know, okay. they're out of South Carolina, okay. uh, Charleston area. It's all sort of hand, hand forged, um, cast iron it's it's milled and finished it's very smooth when it comes out of the shop and just really nice cool stuff um so yeah appreciate chris and his sponsorship you also have uh crisby crisby yes cast iron seasonings uh brad stewart and his family just the nicest people and uh you know, their products have been the hallmarks, yes. the, the standard bearer for seasoning cast iron for a very long time now. Now they've got a wood conditioning product I actually used to condition the handle of one of my mom's old, like 1970s era Chicago cutlery knives. Nice. You know, brought it back to life. That yeah. was kind of nice to, to do. And um, yeah, I had and one of then, those, uh, uh, a couple of years ago. I took an old knife that had been my dad's. Uh, That's in, so neat, in, man. And to get sharpened, and the guy said, "You need to do something about this wood, or it's gonna start breaking on you." So yeah, got some yeah, got some uh, yeah wood treatment, and uh, the uh, the Crisby stick. Uh, yeah, I, I've I have one of those in my cupboard after hearing them on your show. So there it. Uh, yeah, the it, stick's it great. They the swipe. I like yeah. that because you just pull the ra- the pre soaked rag okay. out of the yeah. little thing and just wipe it around. It's really kind of cool. I haven't, uh, um, I haven't seen those up here yet, but uh, the stick. Uh, one of the barbecue shops here carries their uh, carries. The oh, stick, cool! So, yeah, yeah, awesome. And then you know, last but surely not least, you know, uh, Mike Steele and the guys over at Barbecue Champs Academy. Right. Um, for my money, they're the best source uh for 4k ultra hd multi-angle you know everything see everything you know that you want to see kind of tutorials on how to cook different things from competition barbecue to competition steak to some holiday favorites some you know sort of tailgating or side items uh and uh also you know um you know, just general backyard cooking, you know, yeah. and it's really nice that people can kind of cherry pick, you know, one or two classes here or there. You don't have to get roped into one big deal all at once and mm-hmm. you can kind of dip your toes in as you, uh, as you're able to Montana max, yeah. uh, a recent guest, his, his stuff's so great on there because again, he's, he's a guy that just is passionate about barbecue, um, comes from a musical creative background yeah. and he and his wife have done some cool stuff and they've got some fun things going over actually over on uh twitch which okay, yeah. i'm i'm not familiar with it you know yeah, i never yeah. not much of a gamer and I, I i know it's used for many more things than that now but yeah. uh but yeah it's you know max is younger than i am yeah. and so <laughs> you know he can 
he can play with the cool tools and yeah. I'll just enjoy the the product of uh, what he and his wife are putting out there. Yeah, I've come to learn that it is a lot. It is more than just gaming. I've got a, a coworker that him and his uh, sister do regular music shows on there. So it's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, one of those websites. I've not. Uh, I'm with you though. I haven't uh, haven't found, <laughs> <laughs> haven't found my oh. way over there. So oh, dude, I've I've got one cousin. Her husband uh, is like, well, I said, you know, give me your number. We'll text back and forth because he likes to cook a little bit and. Yeah. He's like, well, are you on? Give me your snap. I'm like, I, I don't. Do you mean Snapchat? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll join Snap, and you will be my only friend yeah. that I have on Snap if that's what it takes, and that's pretty much how it is. So yeah, yeah. and I'm lost on that thing too. I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, no TikTok here either. So, <laughs> uh, Kevin, it's uh, just a little over a week away from Christmas. Uh, this episode will be coming out early in the new year. Uh, what do you see on the horizon coming in 2022 for, for barbecue in general, and maybe anything specific with, uh, with the podcast? Um, well, uh, we'll always try to keep the, the episodes rolling. I've, I've got some great things I've recorded with, um, you know, some, some pretty well-known people, uh, that'll be coming out, but also again, some folks who, um, that people may not know about as much, but we're trying to get their message out there. And so you can, you know, continue to look for, as you said, sort of that narrative, the Mm -hmm. stories uh, behind, you know, the, the lives of the people I talk with competition wise. I know Memphis and may is moving to an alternative location. That's right. Yeah. Um, You know, they're doing some work there with Tom Lee park. And uh, I mentioned Gentry's barbecue, Chris Gentry, Mm -hmm. um, Word has it, you know, rumor has it that he might make a showing um, at that for the first time. We'll see if that pans out. I hope it's okay that I kind of like sprinkled that little bit of information out there. But, you know, he's like anytime you own and run your own business, you know, we all have plans to do things. So hopefully it'll work out for him. But like I said, I'm excited about his new location Mm -hmm. opening up um, right there in Orlando. And it's just such an exciting deal. I think he's going to be right next to like a, a McLaren dealership that's going in and it's super great uh, customer base for him no doubt, um, yeah. and, and things he's looking for you know, in terms of dealing with and, and just, uh, and the thing about Chris and anyone else that really owns their own sort of grilling store, but Chris specifically, if you walk into his shop, he's going to not just sell you a product, but he's going to make sure you don't leave until you know how to use it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's great. And then uh, just trying to get out and, and, you know, travel a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you know, there's my brother and I have been talking about doing maybe, um, you know, a little Texas run. Nice. You know, he yeah. lives in the Colorado Springs area. Yeah, so okay. we might do that. Me and that's uh, a friend. Yeah. Yeah, and some friends of mine are are maybe talking about doing a little bit of a, you know, Carolinas tour. Mm. Definitely, I I've been to Charleston a couple times, but I, I want to hit um, Lewis Barbecue. But right. I also want to make sure I get to Rodney Scott's yes, place. Indeed, and yeah. uh, there's a few. Uh, well, I think Charleston's uh, just a great town for eating. From yeah, and and, and and Swig and Swine right. with uh, yeah, yeah. Di Bernardo. That's yeah. another thing. Anthony's got a great spot going there too yeah, yeah awesome yeah a buddy of mine up here he's actually up in edmonton and uh pitt county barbecue he's a, actually sponsors uh my show uh peter he was just down in north carolina and hit a bunch of spots oh, down yeah. there so he's yeah. uh he does carolina style whole hog uh mm-hmm. catering and stuff up in edmonton so oh wow yeah he's got his own uh 
portable cooker that he designed and uh, had built and everything. So doing some awesome oh, that's stuff awesome. there. Yep. So well, that's uh, awesome, Kevin. Uh, where can folks find you? Uh, the barbecuebeat.com is the website, social media. Where are you at there? Yeah, uh, you can find the website, you know, bbqbeat, barbecuebeat.com. Um, while you're there, if you want to check out, there's a, a link there that gets you to the Facebook group. You can right. join us there to hang out and chat. Uh, there's a newsletter there if you want to sign up. It basically just is a way for me to update you on you know, future episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Facebook presence, same. Uh, Barbecue Beat, I'm there. And uh, Instagram, you know, at Barbecue Beat. And uh, anytime you want to message me on those on those platforms, guys, please go right ahead. If there's somebody you want me to reach out to and talk with, let me know. Awesome. Uh, one thing I didn't ask you is uh, what do you cook on at home? So I've got a few uh, grills and smokers. I've got a um, uh, Green Mountain Grill. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Baker and the folks over at Green Mountain are just—he's just wonderful people, and I really like the way they do business. Um, I've got a Hasty Bake. Nice, yeah. Uh, charcoal, you know, I guess grill slash oven. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of you who may not know, in the audience, Hasty Bake—they are out of the Tulsa, Oklahoma area, and they actually predate Weber. Yeah, as a. Uh, barbecue grill manufacturer here in the states so definitely check those guys out um and uh i have a pk uh tx the little travel guy and uh i think oh and the smaller of the well not the smallest but the original pit barrel cooker yeah uh size i know they have a larger unit now that i'm actually kind of looking at a little yeah, bit the, X, but, the xl i think yeah. it is or something. yeah yeah but yeah. and noah and those guys at pit barrel are just yeah. the best so, awesome yeah. excellent man so uh question i ask everybody to finish the show it's yeah. uh it's dinner time you got one of those girls fired up what's uh what's the go-to for you uh you know what i really enjoy is just um going with uh Probably a, a a a steak or maybe a tri-tip. Nice, something yeah. that cooks relatively quickly. Um, you know, I've had the good fortune of hooking up with the folks, uh, John Scarborough and his family down in Midland, Texas, mm-hmm. with Midland Meat Company. They do right. a, you know, a, it's a fifty percent Wagyu, twenty five percent Hereford. That's the yep. the red red body white face. Yeah, uh, and then twenty five percent Angus okay. and. It, yeah. Just makes for an excellent, you know, well marbled but good eating steak. Sometimes pure wagyu can be a little like yeah, extra, a little much. So, yeah. so yeah, it's a nice, nice blend. So something of those along those lines would probably be a good, a good quick cook at my place. Awesome, Kevin. Uh, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, happy holidays yeah. to you and yours down there, and uh, all the Same best. Thank you, Ryan. In, uh, thank you. All the yeah. best in twenty twenty two. Thank you, sir. Have a great evening. All right, you do the same. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news. Brought to you by The Barrel Boss Q, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and The Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry-level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., 
Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at BarrelBossQ.ca to see the whole lineup. That's Barrel Boss, the letter Q, dot C-A. And tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue podcast. We have plenty of barbecue on TV these days, particularly with the streaming options out there in addition to mainstream network TV. Our friends over at the Smoke Sheet Barbecue Newsletter have an article on this week's edition on their top four barbecue shows. There are a couple shows on there, that list that I need to see if I can access up here in Canada. Barbecue Quest and World of Flavor with Big Mo Quezon. Certainly we'll have to look for those ones. Uh, Barbecue USA is on the list. I really enjoyed watching the first season of that show. Found it gave some great insight into the backside or the, uh, the side that you don't see of competition barbecue. Uh, also really enjoyed Michael Simon as the host of that show and just uh, his rapport, uh, rapport sorry, with the, the teams. Uh, thought that was really good. Barbecue Brawl is the fourth show on their list, and uh, while I've watched a few episodes of that one, it really hasn't connected for me. I'll keep giving it a try, but uh, yeah, not loving it so far. If I were to make my own list, I think that uh, the Chef's Table Barbecue series from a couple years back would definitely make the list, and also American Barbecue Showdown. Both of those were on Netflix. Um, really enjoyed them. I've been hearing that season two of American Barbecue Showdown is coming at some point, but nothing firm yet. As I said, you can find both of those on Netflix, and you can find the smoke sheet online at www.bbqnewsletter.com to subscribe. Shows up in your inbox every week, full of great information. Well, the KCBS competition season has wrapped up here in Canada. But down south of the border, there are a number of big competitions coming up this fall, KCBS and otherwise. The American Royal World Series of Barbecue runs September 28th to October 2nd in Kansas City, Missouri. You can get details at AmericanRoyal.com slash BBQ. October 14th and 15th uh, in Lynchburg, Tennessee, of course, it's the Jack Daniels Invitational Barbecue. And then November 11th to 13th in Gadsden, Alabama, it's the KCBS World Invitational Barbecue Contest. We have a number of Canadian teams making the trek south for these events, so we will be watching to see how they fare. Good luck to everybody. This Sunday, speaking of competitions, uh, not KCBS, uh, up at Edmonton Smokers and Barbecue Supply in Leduc, Alberta, I will be a guest judge at their Summer Grillin' Backyard Barbecue Competition. So if you're in the area, be sure to stop and by and say hello. The weather's supposed to be great. Really looking forward to it, and I know they're going to put on a great event. I am always looking for guest ideas for the show, friends, so email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there's someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta and then get on out there and give them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joints and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking. Mm-hmm.